Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Mythical morning, everyone. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Rogue News on every single podcasting app. Note to humanity, we are everywhere you want us to be. Plus a bag of chips, and also check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. These are the last few days where you can get your 20% off, so make sure you go to mycbdedibles.com. Take advantage of the wonderful products there while supplies last. It is coming down to the wire as these guys revamp and retool for their next batch for the new year. Uh, anything you want to add to that, Siege? Nope, that's good, brother. I, I appreciate the plug and want to thank all of our listeners who have supported uh, MyCB Edibles. And we're getting uh, all excited and ready for, for 2022. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. Looking forward to it. Mad Max, thank you for the super chat. Merry Christmas to you, brother. Absolutely. All the guys here, all the uh, rogistas, the rogistas that are here. Uh, thank you all for listening in. It's been a, a hell of a year. We've grown a lot. I mean, you know, we're fighting every single day. I mean, dealing with the suppression. I mean, my God, it's unbelievable. We, we get incredible views, uh, incredible retweets. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, you know. Uh, not retweets, uh, but the, you know, people share our content. We see the data on the back end, but of course, on the front end, all that suppression with the fake views that they put up there. Uh, I, I mean, we have thousands of people every every week. Hey, you know, I sub to your channel. Now I'm resubbing. Or I had to resub two or three times because somehow uh, we become unsubbed from them. So there's a lot of shadow banning going on. We are fighting the algos as best as we can, so it's important that you guys hit us up with a thumbs up. It's like the only way for now that we can somehow swim against the tide over here. Um, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. So we're doing the best we can, and uh, check us out on the other platforms like Rumble, like Twitch, um, so many others. Uh, recently, we had a little spat with one of the or, or Gus videos with uh, with the Twinks over at Vimeo when we were hosting over there. They they struck us for some sort of community guidelines BS. Some twink over there got offended at Vimeo, but who cares? It's the nature of the beast, man. It's the nature of the beast. So I want to wish all of you guys a Merry Christmas. Um, Siege and I will be taking the day off tomorrow, uh, which is Friday, and then we will be back in action on Monday. So you guys enjoy your Christmas, uh, your Christmas Eve, your Christmas weekend. Get together with friends and family and know that uh, we are definitely living – in interesting times, Siege. Definitely living in interesting times. Anything you want to add to that, brother? Yes, and 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 V, one thing that's very important that everyone needs to know and understand is that today's my birthday, bro. Holy crap. Happy birthday, man. You're well, another you, December man. baby? Yeah, yeah, I'm a Christmas baby. Dude, that's what they called you. Jesus, hey, bro. Jesus, that's right. I was, I was a gift. Fun. I was a gift. Oh my God! Peace on earth, an angel sing, glory to the <laughs> El Cuco. <laughs> there you go. Good God! I had no idea. I, I'm, I, you know, I, I thought your birthday was like in like January or March or something like that. I probably celebrated then as well. Yeah, you, know, you probably did. Sure. Probably. You know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday, brother! 
Well, thanks, brother. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Siege, what do you want to get into today, man? What's on the radar? I mean, there's so much crap happening. The stupidity of the West is unrelenting. To you know, to to damn to hell be data to the heck be any sort of facts or truth to hell with it all. Who cares? We're gonna go for full broke tyranny. We're gonna go for full broke control. We're gonna go for full broke everything. They're trying to get it all done. See, they're, they're trying to get it all wrapped up and beautiful uh, within the next year or so. So I don't know where you want to begin, Ben. Well, I tell you what, I think that all the control pieces in regards to the mandates, the lockdowns. You know, kind of as we as we predicted, V, uh, learning from the the pilot countries that implemented some of these crazy draconian things, right? Like Australia, they have taken those, they've combined them, they've they've repackaged them. Oh yeah, slowly and surely, in in the the, the land of the former Republic of America, uh, they they dwindled these things, and they were like they were like little little teardrops at a time coming at us, you know, slowly but surely. And V, now fast forward, we see many states starting to implement these draconian policies that we predicted people who stated you know a year and a half ago that will never happen here that can never happen to to america to our republic and and we've arrived at that moment v where yeah, we we absolutely have man i mean it's funny like you know mary thompson out in japan mary good morning uh said it best i mean look there's no lockdowns there in japan in japan the thing in Japan is quite remarkable. You got idiots on in Western news outlets, okay, who are out there saying, "Hey, you know what? Uh, the, uh, Omicron is exploding everywhere, but there's nothing happening in Japan. Why is there's no Omicron and COVID in Japan? What's going on? COVID cases are low in Japan. Simple. They're a country that is not run by used car salesmen. It's that simple. Months ago." The Japanese health ministry rolled out. They suspended the Myrna shots from Moderna. Moderna. Mm -hmm. They suspended it, the mRNA shots. And what they started doing is they greenlit this deadly treatment, this highly risky treatment siege. Have you heard about this risky treatment siege? That they're utilizing oh, yeah, it? so risky. So risky. Oh, my God. It's so dangerous. How dare they do it? I mean, it, Japan. I mean, I don't know if people have ever been to Japan. It is one of them. It is literally Japan makes any country in Europe or in the West look like a, a, a backwater cesspool. Okay. In terms of infrastructure, in terms of technology, in terms of, I mean, you're living in the future when you go live in Japan. You're like 10 years ahead. It's incredible. Incredible what they have over there. Right. They have like bullet, they've been having bullet trains since the 70s. Here in America, we have the uh, the you know Amtrak. It derails at eighty. So, but in Japan, they're, even though they're so advanced and they're so smart and they're brilliant, I mean, they make some of the best electronics on God's green earth. They make some of the best automobiles on God's green earth. Probably, actually, not the best. It is literally the best in terms of reliability and build quality. You can't touch the Japanese. Period. Period. But somehow, these people decided to follow the conspiracy theorists on the internet siege. They decided to dabble in this deadly drug treatment that only conspiracy theorists and uh, talking heads like that fool Joe Rogan would utilize. And that is ivermectin. Oh, it's so dangerous. So dangerous. And, and, and the Indian state of Uttar Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Jeez, I need to hand in my Indian card. But... um. They were doling out ivermectin like it was Pez candy because they can't get enough jabs to the people. And now the, 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 the idiot morons in the West, these duplicitous, servile idiots who play us like they're smart, who think that we're idiots, they are out there writing articles like on the Wall Street Journal and New York Times. Why isn't there the case is spiking in Japan? Uh, what's going on here? Simple. We all know. Cybermectin. It's the magic pill, baby. Cybermectin, Z-Packs. They're using uh, monocolonial, monocolonial, oh, I can't even say, mono, mononucleal antibodies. They're utilizing prophylactic treatments in order to combat this. It's the best way you can when you're dealing 
with a virus that has an animal-based reservoir. In other words, an, a, a virus that originated in animals can never be vaccinated against because it's always on a constant state of mutation. The benefit of it is that as it keeps on mutating, it becomes weaker and weaker because it's to the benefit of the virus not to completely wipe out and decimate its host population. It doesn't want to do that. So this, but that's not going to stop the West siege. It's not going to stop the West that that countries like in Sweden, where there was no lockdown from day one, their COVID cases are like non-existent. It's like it's 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 a pittance. There's no there's no uh, spike. There's no panic, right? It's not enough for the West to see the advancements that are that that, that are being done in China, that are being done in, in in places like in certain places in Russia, that are being done in many countries throughout the world, throughout the multipolar world, who are handling this in a very adult, non-Karen-like manner but not the west no 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 see we 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 got to take it there we are the karens of the world we are the geostrategic geoeconomic geopolitical karens we need to take it to the next level and just like a karen will complain to a fast food restaurant first to the cashier and then accelerate it to the management she wants to now write a letter to the corporate office in the same way we are not content with just masks and CJ, I don't know if you saw this. The uh, I think Joe Rogan said it best. He hit the nail on the head. The masks are the Democrats' MAGA hat. <laughs> yes. So Dude, true. Perfect. So true. It is. He nailed it. Masks are the Democrats' MAGA hat. That's our MAGA hat. <laughs> it's a mask. It's incredible. They're not, they they got to accelerate it beyond the mask. They got to accelerate it beyond the lockdown. It's only for 15 days to flatten the curve. Turns out to be two and a half years to flatten the economy. No, they got to take it beyond and just a voluntary vaccination to mandatory vaccination to you're going to be completely locked out of society. And here's one of the idiotic luminaries, one of the mayors, one of the most bright politicians, a rising star. In Western politics, a rising star in American politics. Go ahead, Siege, play the clip. See powers that she's had for nearly two years. Lori Lightfoot announced vaccines will be mandatory in the Windy City starting on January 3rd. The unvaccinated are affecting the health, well-being, and livelihoods of all the rest of us. To put it simply, if you have been living without having a vaccination, it's time for a change. If you wish to live life as normally so as possible, with the ease to do the things that you love, you must be vaccinated in the city of Chicago starting January 3rd. This health order may pose an inconvenience to the unvaccinated. And in fact, it is, is inconvenient by design. Thankfully, Lori Lightfoot what a demon. the science. She didn't... What a demon. Oh, yeah. I mean, another luminary... Another scientific mind that heads up Western and American politics, just like all the other politicians that are in the United States. A luminary, a, an absolute intellectual giant, Lori Lightfoot. Freaking Beetlejuice over here telling people that hey, if you're unvaccinated, you're affecting the rest of us. Wait a minute, I thought your vaccine works. Unless, of course, it's not a vaccine. I, I, I thought I, I thought your vaccine does the trick. I thought I thought you know once you got the jab, you're protected. It seems that that's not the case. Unreal, man. These people just don't give up at all. Siege. It, it, it's ridiculous. It's and this is going to blow up in their faces very bad because right now the the uh, with Omicron running around, running rampant, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Siege. Yeah, very interesting and. I think it's very telling that Pfizer and I think Moderna just had two FDA approval for their basically it's just rebranded ivermectin is basically what it is from all accounts. You know, yep. they they bundled it. They found a way of put a patent on it so that they can consider it uh, still a brand. You know, they, they, there can't be generics manufactured of it. But V, if, if you were so confident in, in your, your vaccine that you developed for that many years, why would there be a need to immediately go into development with something else? In, in other words, mm. if you had a product that was supposed to work and it was going to be the next best thing to 
to really fix society, fix you all of humanity for COVID, but yet you start manufacturing something completely different than one of two things. You knew from the start that that product was failed, that that was a flawed product that you were doing. Why would you invest that much in research, you know, the manufacturing? And two, is just the financial motive of it is, is just strictly the amount of profit that they can drive from, from, from COVID and from all the variants and continue the massive amount of, of uh, government money printing to, to these corporations. It's, it's ridiculous. The reason why all of a sudden Merck and all of a sudden uh, the idiots in Pfizer decided to roll out a prophylactic treatment for, for the COOF is simple. This entire scandemic is falling apart. This entire build back blunder is hitting so many resistance and choke points. It is stumbling out of the gate. It is so messy. It is so messy. I want you to think about these. These people, look, I've said this a billion times, and the perfect example that I can give everybody is this. If you were in the crypto industry about, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago when ICOs were hot, right? These There were guys out there that were making millions of dollars writing white papers, and they wrote white papers based on vaporware, based on nothing. Our coin will will solve world hunger. And how do you do that? We're going to tokenize food. Okay, you're going to tokenize food. So uh, you who do you have on board? Do you have, like, Kraft? Do you have Conagra? Do you have General Mills? Who's who's on board with you to with your with your no 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 you don't get it V okay we're gonna tokenize food how are you gonna tokenize food without food companies being be, behind you how, how, and, and what is the what is the medium of exchange what are you pegging your token to we're to pegging but you just don't get it just look at the white paper we're tokenizing food but this white paper don't make any sense. But thousands of people thought it made sense. Oh, we're donating food. And they invested in ICOs, pump and dumps, with stupid crypto companies that really make nothing, that their coins are used for nothing. And 90% of the crypto market is nothing but speculation to begin with. Because people are bored. And it's exciting to be you know, part of something that's new and, and fresh and has a lot of risk, but also a lot of benefit and also a lot of potential. But if you're only reading white papers during the ICO craze, you will literally think that this is exactly where it was headed. Likewise, when you're only reading the white papers, and this is you know why I try to you know articulate to guys who are in the quote-unquote old media space, they're like, you don't understand the, the well, what's happening here is this globalists are taking over and this, that, and the other, blah, blah. I'm like, calm down. And I can't blame these guys because these guys are reading all the white papers and that's the problem. They're reading all the white papers. Well, V, they're right about everything. All these conspiracies have come through. Yeah, but these conspiracies have been on the books in many Western circles for the last 50, 40, 50 years. If you've been paying attention, we knew this was coming down. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, we, we're going back to the 70s. None dare call it a conspiracy. You know? I have the original printing of that book. I mean, it goes back even further. So all these ideas of chipping and, and, and stamping and tracking and tyranny and for the love of God, what do you think George Orwell wrote this for? These were things that were these technocrats are dreaming of for the, several, several decades. So if you're reading that and then you're reading all the white papers, you would look at today's recent events. And if you look at world events from a very myopic Western viewpoint, you would think that, oh, my God, this is it. Whatever happened, it's, it's a world thing. It's a, no, it's not a world thing. It literally is a Western thing. It's a Western phenomenon. It's in the idiot countries of the West, the broken, solvent Fiat currency, debt-ridden, insolvent nations of the West. That's where you're finding the modalities. That's why when we, this whole thing started happening in Australia. 
when they started building vigilance centers, aka concentration camps, when they started building all sorts of uh, you know structures, and they started coming out with all sorts of draconian programs, this, that, and the other. And and we said this is going to start being exported. And look, yesterday I you know not yesterday, but the day before yesterday, I went into the whole entire th- thing with what's happening in New York. What's the difference between New York and, and and Melbourne? What's the difference at this point? Nothing. They're just not dragging people out of their houses yet. They haven't locked down people yet. And here's the other thing with Build Back Better and why this whole thing is falling apart. The appetite. For lockdowns is literally dissolving. The appetite for lockdowns from the political sense, there's a lot of politicians who don't want to pull that trigger for fear that they're not going to get reelected next year or the next cycle. And Pfizer knows that the, look, look, they they've made a killing. They've made their billions on this vaccine globally, tens of billions. Globally, for this vaccine, through them, through their main company, through their parent company, through their subsidiaries, they've made a killing. Pfizer's done it. So many other companies. Big Pharma it has gotten a major windfall. But when you look at the vaccination rates, they've already peaked. We're past peak vaccination rate, and I think the vaccination rate in the United States is about forty-six percent. The media like to pump it up. Oh, the 64% of Americans are... Va- no, no. It's a small number of people that are... Under- no, it's actually the majority. You see, a lot of people went out and they they, they, they got, you know, the, the first, you know, two rounds of the jab. And out of that majority, a handful went ahead and got the, got the booster. But now it's looking like, you know... Every other month, a new variant's coming out. We need new boosters. Uh-uh. People are like, I'm good. Fool me once. Fool me twice. And so this is literally falling apart. But that's not going to stop the other most fanatical factions of the West Siege. And what do they have planned? Oh, why don't we just make a vax pass and a chip? Wait a minute. The drug companies and wall and, and the markets, the financial markets are, are signaling that this scandemic is going to be over in 2022. Like I said, guys, 2022, I'm ve- I feel very strongly late spring, you know, somewhere mid to late spring, I'm looking at a pharmaceutical sell-off. I'm looking at a major short coming on pharmaceutical stocks, biotech stocks. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm, the market is, is literally saying this thing is coming to a close. The narrative is going to shift. It's not going to be about COVID. It's going to be about something else. And this is why they're really trying to push this idea of a microchip. See, do you want to read that article for us real quick? Yeah. So it looks like a Swedish tech startup says its device could be customized to displace people's COVID-19 vaccination records, according to a video from the South China Post. Friday on Twitter, and I believe RT also had this video. A rice-sized microchip implanted under the skin could become your vaccine passport. A Swedish tech startup says its device could be customized to displace people's COVID-19 vaccination records. According to the video in the South China Post, Friday on Twitter, Epicenter based on Stockholm says anyone who opts for microchip implantation can later change their minds and have the device removed. Ooh, what a, what a feature. Uh, quote unquote, right now it's very convenient to have COVID passport always accessible on your implant. Haynes, uh, whatever, Epicenter's chief disruption officer says uh, in the video the chip uh, near field communication FC to send the data to devices, including smartphones, that can easily read them. Ooh, what a technology feature. Uh, it's the same type of technology used to most contactless uh, credit cards and mobile payments, according to Fox Business. Such devices have a range of practical applications. Yeah, so it's coming soon to probably Chicago, maybe Boston, New York. I'm sure that they will sign up for this technology. Um, the article goes on to say the novelty of the technology makes some people uncomfortable enough to label it creepy, dystopian, or even apocalyptic. Many responses to Friday's videos were negative and angry. Some noted that involuntary microchipping via vaccination was a prominent conspiracy theory last year. 
Uh, a poll taken in May 2020 found 40, 44% of Republicans think Bill Gates is working on a coronavirus vaccine because he wants to plant microchips in them and monitor their movements. So there you go. It's uh, it's we talked about it and it looks like the technology is here. V. Yeah, the tech is here. It's funny because they're, they're they want this tech out there. Now, I don't know if they're going to roll this tech out and, and, and select countries and then select places in those countries and look at it as a beta test of how many sheep would like. Oh, this is like Visa MasterCard. Cool. Give me a, give me a shot right there in my, in my left hand. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Put, put one on my forehead. I'll take that, too. That would be awesome. Yeah. And I don't know how much, if this is going to be a beta test that looks at this scenario and see see how you know uh, compliant the sheep is, or the sheep's are. See how compliant they are. But at the same time, the wave has already crested. You see, you can lie and 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 lie on every single media outlet out there, whether it's the mainstream news, whether it's uh, mainstream publications or whatnot. And lie and lie and lie. But the data will eventually kill you. The data is saying that this thing has no punch. Okay, the data is saying COVID is over. It's it's it it, it, it literally is a fart in a tornado at this point. It's over. And so now, and not only is it over, but it has also exposed the male and female Karens that are in the political classes for who they are, and the tyrannical, the absolute tyrannical penchant that they have. It's exposed all of that. So now Pfizer prepping a chip, uh, prepping a, a pill. Merck is prepping a pill. There's right now other vaccines that are coming out that are not mRNA. that are different. They're coming out from various different countries right now that are homegrown, that are traditional vaxes in the traditional definition of vaccinations, right? And now Russia's developed a, a new type of aerosolized um, ivermectin-type drug that's aerosolized. You spray it into your nose, you spray it in your, you know, or, 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 and you're good. You're, you know, so this is, you know, rapidly changing. So now, but but the idiots don't want to give up their control. So they're literally fighting against the trend here. So what I'm predicting is that by spring of 2022, by summer of 2022, you're going to see this pressure come off. They have to. They failed. And this narrative, if you get a chance to really feel for it, especially after this this winter was there a great big thing with Omicron? This is what they're supposed to be doing. Locking down everything and this, that, and the other. And But the economic tumult, the economic destruction that has occurred. Because let me explain something to you. This whole Pfizer pill, this is an at-home treatment. You ain't got to go to the hospital. So what's going to happen is that the economic turmoil and the damage that has been done, and then trying through the suffering of COVID bring about a, 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 a great reset, has failed. It stumbled out the door. And what I'm trying to say is this. If you're stumbling out of the gates with your build back better, if you're stumbling out of the gates with your great reset, and you're failing all over the place, and you can't do it, you don't have not even 50% compliance with your, you know, I don't even think you have 15% compliance with your great new reset. Handful of politicians in a handful of countries. Majority of the population of the West has said no. Hell no. And F you. So if you can't get your great, you know, great reset when things are still relatively in place. I want you to think about this for a second, folks. If you cannot have your great reset when infrastructure is still in place, when supply chains are still in place, though there are you know blockages and limitations here and there, but for the most part it hasn't broken, when the logistics and procurement is still functioning, when the economy is still buzzing, and you can't get 
through fear and paranoia, your great reset. How are you going to get your great reset if you break all these things? They haven't thought about that. And the answer is you can't. They're thinking that, well, you know, we'll crash the economy. And we'll do something that. But every time that these idiots, and Klaus Schwab's a moron, he's, he's not a, you know, I know people that know people that know Schwab. And they will tell you that this guy is he's an idiot. There's nobody in the World Economic Forum that, these are not impressive, brilliant people, these are morons. These are your crypto ICO white paper people. That's exactly who they are. These are people who forecast into a vacuum nonsense. They forecast nonsense. So if you can't build your great new reset when all these functions, when the infrastructure to do so is here, I'm talking about command and control, Look, if you have an economic breakdown, you're not paying your stormtroopers, man. You're not paying the personnel. You're not paying anything. You're, 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 you're financially bankrupted. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you is that there's no real way for them to do this. But they're facing a problem. The problem is their fiat currency is running its course. The problem is that their fiat currency is coming to an end. So they got to make a choice. How do we how do we do this? Do we cancel the debt? Do we follow what Paul Krugman has said? Uh, you know, mint a a four trillion dollar coin and start paying off the debt. A four trillion dollar platinum coin, <laughs> go and pay it off. It's not going to work. You see, we are led by retarded people. We are led by stupid people. We're led by sleazy used car salesmen in this country. They don't know how to make things work. So their answer is, uh, maybe we can cause some sort of more economic turmoil. Maybe we start some sort of conflict, but this time the conflict will be overseas. We'll make it in NATO. Uh, we'll make it in Ukraine. That ain't going to work. Russia, well, Putin just che checkmated you guys. But, okay, well, you know, yeah, Vlad has checkmated us, and, uh, uh, but what do we do? I know, here, here, here's the brilliance of the West. Let me look, see, let's pull up this article. This is about the U.S. sending fleets of ING ships to the Eurozone. This is the most retarded thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, I've talked about this years ago in 2013 and 14, in 2014 when the whole Ukraine thing was going down with the Maidan. I broke it down back then. And here we, here I am, six, you know, several years later, discussing what is actually happening. I said, this is the dumbest thing that could happen. And sure enough, here we are. European natural gas prices plunged Thursday after news that LNG flotilla from the U.S. was headed for Europe. So the idiot Europeans, and this is how you know they're a bunch of cucked idiots. This is how you know they're a bunch of beta males. Is there any alpha men left in Europe, or is it just a, a, a talking point or some sort of a LARP that most men do these days in the West? Where is the leadership eliminating and, and purging out from their ranks the idiots, the morons, the beta males, and the feminists, and the liberals who are making all the decisions for their countries. Another region of the world that is dominated by liberal lawyers. Lawyers. You have lawyers who have no background in the energy industry controlling the energy production of a country. You have lawyers with no defense background becoming defense secretaries. You have lawyers who are not diplomats that are not trained in any sort of you know diplomatic school or any sort of real discipline becoming secretaries of state and so on and so forth. Europe is a prime example of that. Where are the captains of industry in Europe? Have they been cucked as well? In Germany, there's over 600,000 companies that are dependent upon business with Russia. Where are they? Where's Volkswagen Auto Group? Where are the executives of Audi, Porsche, of, of Volkswagen, 
of Mercedes Benz, of, of BMW. Where are they? Where are, where are they should be slamming their fist down for these Euro regulations of eliminating internal combustion engines and going full electric. Where are they? They should be they, you you cannot build. I mean, this is the idi- idiocy of it all. These moronic idiots who should not even be running a lemonade stand. Right? These are idiots who shouldn't even be running a lemonade stand. This is the equivalent of, of CJ and I running a lemonade stand. Be like, hey, CJ, we're gonna run a lemonade stand. And CJ's like, all right, cool, man. What do we want to do? All right, see, this is what we do. Now we can go to the local Kroger and pick up a couple of bags of lemons. But I think it's better if you and I jump into a car, drive to New York, and pick up some lemons and come back. And be like, V, that's 11 hours, man. That's a lot of gas. Gas <laughs> is $5 a gallon. We, gotta, we, we don't have vaccine passports. I don't know how we're going to be getting into New York City to get lemons. But yeah, trust me, man. It just makes sense. We'll get lemons from New York City, drive 11 hours back, you know, back to Indy, and then we'll make some lemonade. It works, bro. But, but, but you'll be like, yo, man, but that's that's 22 hours in a car, bro. That's 22 hours in a car. Where, where do we have time to sell lemons? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well, if that don't work, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, you know, we'll place some lemon orders on Amazon and have it delivered from China. But that don't work. We can just go to Kroger and just get it done. I don't like Kroger. I don't like their color they use in their stores. I don't like the fact that the, the way their stores are laid. I hate them. I'll never go there. Well, fine, V. Uh, you don't want to go to Kroger. What about Costco, man? What? Nah, I don't like them at all. I want to support local businesses that are far away. Like, V, this makes no sense. It's the same thing with these idiots. This makes no sense. And then when, when CJ and I, we finally get the lemons. We got the lemons. And then all of a sudden, we're like, uh, 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 we decided to not utilize the lemons anymore. We want to use something else. We cut the lemons with some apple juice or something like that. Some some crazy concoction. It's the same thing with these idiot politicians. They want to gut their energy. Okay, we all know that U.S. LNG. Is 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 a very hard thing to extract out of the ground. It's not easy, and it's very very expensive. Rather than cutting a deal with the Russians, saying, "Hey, you know what? We'll take the cheap gas. Have the pipelines through Nord Stream through Germany. Have the pipelines through through Ukraine. That's all good. We we need the uh, the cheap energy flows. Because in essence, this is what they're doing. In essence, it's like me and Siege. We got all these lemons shipped in from China, driven in from New York, but we got no knife to cut the damn thing with. We got no machine to, to pour it with. We, you know, we could have easily bought a machine. We could have pressed all the lemons, extracted all the juice, but we, we don't have nothing. We don't have any of that. We have none of the infrastructure to run a lemonade stand, but we got a bunch of lemons. We got no cup. We have no mugs. We have nothing. No lids, no straws, nothing. I want to charge $5 a cup of lemonade, but ain't no lemonade anywhere. That don't make no sense. It's the same thing. They've decided to buy the most expensive gas in the world, liquid natural gas from the U.S., instead of the cheap Russian equivalent, which is right next door. Then, because of the fact that now the energy prices are through the roof, these idiots don't understand that when your energy prices are through the roof, you can't build what? Industry. And when you don't have industry, you don't have your electric cars that you salivate and fantasize over. So you're going to kill your energy infrastructure. You're moving into an economy where brownouts and rolling blackouts will be the norm in Europe. But yet they want electric cars plugged into the grid. It's like California. All the idiots driving Teslas were crying <laughs> with these wildfires during the summertime. I can't plug in my Teslas. I can only plug it in from some from you know this hour to that hour. I'm only allocated certain hours of the day. <laughs> you want to build electric vehicles, but you do not, but you are hamstringing and gutting the very things that will power them. How does this make any sense? 
But it makes sense to the Western luminaries. Oh, yeah. It makes sense to them. Because, folks, a scheme like this doesn't benefit industry. A scheme like this doesn't even benefit big oil. A scheme like this doesn't even benefit the people. A scheme like this only benefits the speculative bankers who set up this deal. Do you realize what's happening here? You're seeing, you see, the common people would see this and say, oh, my God, they're being price gouged on American LNG. But the guerrilla economist, the guerrilla in the economist, sees this as an arbitrage play. Boom. Yep. yep. This is an arbitrage trading play by oil traders. Y'all don't see it. You know how much money Wall Street's going to make on this? Just the arbitrage play on this? You know how much money traders are going to be making in Europe and these European investment banks, Wall Street investment banks, City of London investment banks that underwrite the contracts for this whole entire thing? That's the difference between me and everybody else out there. I follow the money game. They don't. This is an arbitrage play. That's what this whole entire thing is about. This is an arbitrage play. It has nothing to do with benefiting the people. It has nothing to do with producing industry. It has nothing to do with bettering the lives of people in, in, in Europe. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with benefiting the banksters. But you won't hear it talked about anywhere else but here on road. Because everybody else, if they're not mainstream news, the alt guys are just too busy reading white papers and thinking, believing Klaus Schwab is the most powerful politician on God's green earth. He's a nobody. They're all hung up on Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum like it's a powerful organization. They are a front. They are nothing but pawns. Your enemies are still the banksters. It hasn't changed. Hasn't changed in over a hundred years. It ain't going to change now. It hasn't changed since the bankers of the merchants of Venice. It hasn't changed since the times of the Babylonians. It ain't going to change now. Your enemy's still the same. But they want to roll out Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and make you believe that these gaggle of morons have any sort of power. Meanwhile, you're seeing an arbitrage play happening right in front of you, and 99% of you can't see it. Siege. Yep, very well said, V. It's um very interesting dynamic. Uh, obviously, I think in part because you know this was seen as a, a play to hopefully get uh, European allies and, and NATO to play ball in in Ukraine, uh, but that's simply not not going to happen. I, I think that uh, Russia is going to stand firm. I know we the next article coming up, um, you know, breaks it down in terms of what that alignment looks like and just a monumental shift that that's going to continue uh, heading into next year. Now there is a model for truth. There's a model for allegiance. There is a model in this world that exists for mutually beneficial trade agreements, mutually beneficial prosperity. There's a, there is a model here that the peoples of these nations prosper under this model prosper under this model that that model is russia and china that model is the model for the multipolar world for many observers around the world the cordial cooperative relations between russia and china are inspiring precisely at the time of mounting international tensions and belligerence russia's president vladimir putin hailed the bilateral relations between russia and china as a model for interstate cooperation in the 21st century so let me get this straight you have two nuclear-armed superpowers that can come together and cut business deals that are mutually beneficial, and they're doing such amazing things in energy, in next-generation uh, uh, zero-point energy, in fusion technology, in uh, advanced supercomputers, space exploration. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So you're telling me two nuclear-powered superpowers, nuclear-armed superpowers with two completely different cultures, two completely different traditions, two completely different histories, two completely different languages. 
could come together and make amazing discoveries and deals and trade, but yet we can't do that somehow. Because we, we, we swallowed the model. Everything's a Thylicity's trap. The rising power must fight the, the descending power. Oh, my God, the sword of Damocles hangs over us. If we don't control the table on world trade, <laughs> it's all about, about us. It's all about our interests. It's all about 934 bases in 139 countries, but we're not an empire. It's all about controlling the backwards. It's all about, about, about us, about us, about us, about us. We are the biggest problem child on the block. And the faster... America, Pax Americana is dead, the better off the world would be. I remember Dinesh D'Souza did a movie. America, the world without her. I started laughing. I was like, Dinesh, I, I agree with you on so many of the domestic issues, man, but on the international front, bro, have several. Have several seats, my friend. Grab a notebook, and I'll teach you. America, the world without her, the world would be a better off, a way better place. Are you kidding me? I'm not talking about the destruction of America. I'm talking about the American empire. We don't need this empire, the empire of chaos. We don't need exceptional stand. I'd like to have America back, the constitutional America, the Bill of Rights America, the America of individual freedoms and liberties. Oh, my God, I'd love to have that back. But I can't have her because exceptional stand stands in the way. The faster exceptional stand dies, the sooner America can start living. The faster the empire dies, the sooner America can start living. And the empire is tied in intimately to this creature that is in Washington, D.C. And it's tied intimately to the creature that was born on Jekyll Island. We need to get rid of them. They need to be purged. And here's the model. Russia and China. Completely different cultures, completely different set, you know, types of government, completely different economies, completely different languages, food. I mean, you name it. They're as alien to each other as peanut butter and uh, it's as alien as vanilla ice cream and, and habanero peppers. Yeah. Yep. But they make it work. Not only do they make it work, they love the cooperation. They're... You want to talk about an alliance that is drum airtight, that there's no light between them? It's Russia and China, man. That's how tight they are. They're so tight that there's zero light between them. That's cooperation. So if two advanced economies, if two technologically advanced economies, two nuclear superpowers that are so different from each other could get together, could put their differences aside, and not about they're not about you know bowing up to each other and beating their chest and showing how tough they are, blah blah blah. And they're able to work together. You know why they're able to work work together? Because these are nations who have suffered in the past. These are nations who have fought in their history battles and wars of annihilation. These are nations that didn't feed or believe their own propaganda, their own BS. But unfortunately for us, that's all we have. We believe it, and thus we can't do it. Siege. Yep, very well said. I, I think V. This looking at this article and and thinking back to the trillions of dollars that we've spent the past twenty five years in the in the endless wars, right? The endless wars in the Middle East. I think of how much common good uh, could have been utilized and achieved with those trillions of dollars. I mean, I th I think that it's it's pretty much endless in terms of what you know could have been accomplished. Uh, but yet here we are here. Here we, we have arrived where now we're watching the demise, uh, not only of of our of our economy, which, by the way, um, yesterday, Biden was touted as the, the best in, in 50 years. It's kind of kind of funny. He can't tout the best in 50 years because Trump accounted, said that it was the best of 30 years, you know, the previous administration. So in saying that, be taking a look at the demise of of our of our economy as it relates to the dollar as the world reserve currency, looking at this monumental shift away from U.S. influence, it, it it just we're getting to that desperation mode, and I think that's the thing that that I'm I'm just still interested to stay up to speed on what's happening with what's you know the developments in Ukraine. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that that there could be some type of negotiation, but Russia's 
pretty clear. They're pretty clear of what what they're not only necessarily demands, but what the goals are, and and they're not they're not going to break from that. And and we know that this administration is desperate. We know that they get their their butts kicked in in Afghanistan with that, and they're they're desperate for for a win. So let's 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 see what happens. One hundred percent. And yeah, Hobo is, Hobo is right. On the frontiers of Russia, Siberia, Vladivostok, and all these other areas, there's there's a lot of uh, ethnic intermingling, and there are shared ethnic groups, Turkics and whatnot, you know, Tajiks and Uzbeks that are sprinkled around in those areas, and uh, uh, those of Chinese and Siberian uh, Eastern uh, Caucasus uh, ethnicities that are on those areas with uh, China and and, uh, and Russia. That that is true on the borders. But in, in in the central, uh, you know, I'm talking about the, like when you look at the ethnic Han Chinese and the ethnic Russians, the completely different thing. It, 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 you know, when you look at Moscow, Beijing, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Mos- you know, St. Petersburg, Shanghai, you, you know, the frontier border towns, it is what it is. But the crux, the main crux is the between the two nations, you have completely different cultures, completely different worlds. And yet they're able to work together and, and accomplish a lot. But we can't do that because we have no yes. We have lawyers, CJ. We have amazing individuals like Joe Brandon and and, and Elizabeth Warren and uh, Kamala Harris, and we have wonderful mayors like Lori uh, uh, Dimfoot. Oh God, yes, wow. You know that's, that's what we have. That, that's who we have, and we have a population sold into pop culture, who are all they're, they're all idiots. Look at the majority of the kids walking around these. They're all idiots. College age, these young twenty some odd year olds, the early thirty idiots. They're all morons. God help us. It's a very you, you can't you can't maintain superpower status when you're instead of breaking five hundred thousand scientists and engineers per year, you're breaking five hundred thousand liberal arts degrees and and gender studies per year. It's a joke. It, look, folks, when you take the time, you systematically take apart this country and you really examine it system by system, you realize how much of a BS joke we are. We're pathetic. We lasted this long on only one thing. Our currency was the world reserve currency. And we've been living off the gravy train of that status for this many decades. It has nothing to do with anything else. And that soon is about to be remedied. That's all I have to say, Siege. Uh, again, uh, Siege, you want to say anything? Yeah, just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully everyone gets to enjoy quality time with uh, family, friends. Sit back, drink, be merry, and... Um... And uh, we'll we'll be back probably probably next week. We'll be back on Monday, folks. So, folks, keep it locked in. Hit us with a thumbs up. Subscribe, like, comment, and share. Uh, and with that being said, also enjoy your your Christmas Eve. Enjoy your Christmas holidays. May you all get a lot of gifts. Enjoy your time with your family and friends and all your loved ones all around the world. Merry Christmas and to all a good night. Ho ho ho! Take it away, CJ. Yeah.